When Tony is shot by Uncle June in the final season of The Sopranos, Artie Shaw provides the soundtrack. Ten minutes, Uncle June. Who's down here? Artie Shaw. Ten minutes. Don't go anywhere. I'm not. I'm right here. Put your rubbers on your feet. You got any wine? Gatsada Malanga. Nothing can be done. Comes a fire, then you know just what to do. Blow a tire, you can buy another shoe. Comes love, nothing can be done. This recording was made in June of 1939, when Shaw had just taken over from Benny Goodman as the most popular swing band in the country. Helen Forrest is the vocalist. But life at the top didn't suit Shaw, and while his problems weren't as pressing as Tony Soprano's, nevertheless the pressure was building. And within six months of this recording, he snapped. He was earning a staggering $60,000 a week when he walked off stage mid-set at the Café Rouge in New York and fled to Acapulco. Not yet 30, Artie Shaw had already achieved more than many people do in a lifetime. Born Arthur Arshovsky in New York in 1910, he was the only child of Jewish immigrants who both worked in the garment business in the Lower East Side. When Shaw was seven, the family business went broke and they moved to Connecticut. It was there this shy and introspective child encountered anti-Semitism for the first time. He took to music early it became a passion for him, but it was also a means of assimilation into the outside world. Being treated as an outsider would later see him identifying with the African-American community as much as his own, and he became one of the first white band leaders to hire black musicians. His parents' marriage broke up when he was 14, and shortly afterwards Shaw dropped out of school to become a professional musician. He also harboured literary ambitions and at 18 won an essay writing competition. His prize was a trip to Hollywood. By his early 20s he'd established himself as one of New York's finest saxophonists and clarinetists. He was earning as much as $500 a week during the Depression as a highly sought after session musician. But he was as restless as he was uncompromising and he dropped out of music at 23 to take the first in a series of sabbaticals. Enrolled at Columbia, he bought a small farm to pursue his writing. He also got married and divorced, twice. Unhappy with his progress as a writer, he sold the farm and moved back to New York to concentrate on his studies. To support that, Shaw went back into music.
1938 recording changed Artie Shaw's world overnight. His version of Begin the Begin took him out of the shadows and thrust him well and truly into the spotlight. Shaw's seductive clarinet virtually defined the sound of the swing era and eventually sold an estimated six million copies. But no sooner was Artie Shaw on the gravy train than he found he couldn't wait to jump off. Playing Begin the Begin several times a night and being mobbed by bobby soxes wasn't for him. I got miserable when I became a commodity, he said. After walking off stage at the Café Rouge, Artie Shaw managed to remain anonymous in Mexico for three months. That is, until he rescued a woman from drowning. When reporters found out who he was, he returned to the States and brought a new tune with him. Shaw began touring again until he joined the Navy in 1941. He served as a minesweeper before he was invited to form a band to play for the troops. Touring and playing the South Pacific constantly for 12 months took its toll and he was medically discharged in 1943. Back in civilian life, he spent the next decade forming and folding several bands. Though were needed in part to finance his extraordinary love life. Artie Shaw was engaged to Betty Grable when he ran off and married Lana Turner. He had an affair with Rita Hayworth, married Ava Gardner and actress Evelyn Keyes. Artie Shaw was married and divorced eight times. Ava Gardner said, I suppose Artie was the first intelligent intellectual man I'd ever met and he bowled me over. Evelyn Keyes, his last wife, said that if the toilet paper unwound from the back of the roll rather than the front, it drove him nuts. So, a magnetic individual, no doubt, but almost impossible to live with as well. In 1954, he announced his retirement at 43 years of age and never performed again. He continued to write and published an autobiography and two books of short stories. Became a cattle farmer, tried his hand at film distribution, took up fly fishing, and was a nationally ranked marksman. Artie Shaw stayed out of the limelight for the rest of his life. Always a voracious reader, when he died in 2004, age 94, his library contained 15,000 books.
In an interview 10 years earlier, he said, I did all you can do with a clarinet. Any more would have been less. <laughs> <laughs>